0: I really don't know what's going to happen on, on, I mean We know that CT is coming next week We know that we have 16 competitors left And, and next week is episode 14 So we've got to get down to probably 5 for the final So that could mean a purge That could mean double eliminations uh, But we'll see what happens What up, Challenge fans? This is Final Alliance Podcast, recapping episode 13 of the Challenge, season 39, titled El Saboteur. All right. Uh, Full disclosure, we've been gone a couple weeks. Apologize about that. Uh, We had just round after round of sickness. My husband and I, Christmas, plague of a stomach bug. Then Jay got it. And then our daughter, who is eight months old, Hannah, who we call bananas, and yes, that is a challenge reference. Uh tested positive for RSV, COVID, and influenza B, which has been uh scary, challenging. Uh, she's doing better now, thank God. But obviously, we were uh tending to those things that you know, family obviously comes first. Uh currently we are on a snow day because we have gotten about 12 inches of snow this week, and there is a blizzard warning. So uh Final Alliance podcast family has just been going through it this week. I'm sure a lot of you guys are going through similar things at home as well. I hope everybody is is getting through it just as best they can. Uh, I'm not going to recap everything. Uh, I do want to just get right into it with the, the chaos portion, the champion twist, if you will, because I, I've kind of changed my opinion on it, and there's a lot of other people that are kind of saying similar things online. So, you Know it's the season 39. This is battle for a new champion. The champions were going to come in in the chaos portion against uh people in eliminations. Started out with Jordan, he freaking killed it forever. The showman, phenomenal athlete, you know, did amazing. You know, then we had Devin or we had Kaz, and I think she lost, but that was okay because she's kind of new to us, and it was like, okay, you know, awesome, whatever. And we had Devin with accounting elimination, which I'm sure that humor is not lost on him either. Uh, and he won and, you know, brought it as far as being entertaining and fun. Uh, you know, Casey came in and did a great job. And and then we've had like four in a row where the champs have lost. So, you know, we had Drell lose, we had Cara and Laurel lose. And then we've now had Brad come in and also lose. Uh, as a fan, this is frustrating for me because obviously we all love the champs. We want th- to see the champs do really well. The eliminations have not been my favorite eliminations. I mean, they are kind of equalizers, and I think that that's what production is trying to do. But, you know, of course, we all want to see our, you know, the Laurels go in and like kick somebody's ass in balls in, or Kara in pole wrestle, or, you know, Durrell in a million of the things he can do. But we're not seeing that. And I was kind of around the time that Laurel was on, I just kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, you know, I really would have liked to have seen her show more of her athleticism. And it kind of reminded me of the analogy I came up with would be if I were to go in an elimination with Venus Williams. Okay. But we're not playing tennis. We're playing darts. I'm like, do people really want to see that? But I've kind of, I've since changed my opinion Based on um, Karina from uh, Challenge Fandom Podcast had a really good story about this. And we'll, we'll post this in here and we'll link all their stuff. If you don't follow Ch- Challenge Fandom P- Podcast, um, they're phenomenal. Check them out. Um,
1: she said, you know. But what we're asking is with the goal of what production, like production's goal for this season. Okay. And if you really think about it, battle for a new champion, their goal for this season is to usher in a new era of champions and challengers to the fans, right? That, that's that's the point of this whole season. That's why they don't have existing champs on it, etc. However, what's happening is we're bringing in champs Okay, And no, they're not getting the eliminations that they're the best at. And y'all can come for me, but I don't think that they should. Because again, it defeats the purpose of the season. If they came in and they got the eliminations that they're absolutely best at, they're going to come in and decimate the contenders. And then we're going to sit there and go, ha ha, like that little guy from The Simpsons. You remember him? Ha ha. That's going to be us to them because those champs are going to come in and absolutely decimate the contender. No, the point is for the champs to lose. And I hate to say that to you guys. I, I really hate to break your hearts, but the point is for the champions to lose so that the contenders look better. And we're like, Oh, that's my favorite. Look, she beat Laurel or like whatever champ we don't like. Right. Or, and I just say, look, I love Laurel, by the way, she's my goat. I just say Laurel because I know a lot of you out there don't like her. So just for example, or like whatever, you know, um, like all the Michelle fans out there, are like ooh ooh Michelle beat Cara, like that was the point of doing this. It was n- the point was never for the champs to come in and win ever. Like a couple of them, sure, but it it, it was that was never the point for them to come in and decimate the contenders. Um, but I also think that that worked against production's goals with this because now. Fans don't like a lot of these contenders even more than they didn't like them before this season. Like it's like it's blowing my mind that they they tried to do this to make the fans accept these newer challengers, and it's almost worked in reverse for them.
0: Production wants essentially the chance to lose. So in my back to my Venus Williams analogy, yeah, likely Venus Williams would probably be pretty good at darts. But I would at least stand a chance at beating her. If it was tennis, there's no way in hell I would beat her. It would be humiliating, and what purpose does that serve? We already knew she was going to beat me in tennis, so I'm I'm kind of thinking that's a little bit of the direction they're going. Now, having that, uh, having said that, Laurel's whole appearance was I mean chef's kiss the way that she called out purple jacket which is Michelle and it was so good I love that she I think she really brought it I also I'm not I'm not on Jay's level Jay my podcast uh, partner where he he really does not care for Michelle but um I thought it was really kind of charming how scared Michelle got and she's like I I, I really think we could be friends like i i'm sorry like <laughs> i thought it was really funny uh, i love how laurel brought it laurel gave us exactly what we wanted in, as far as that she also did tweet that she's like look for anybody who's saying that the show is rigged i told literally everyone in production anyone that would listen that i wanted michelle and i did get her so for anyone saying this is rigged there you go uh but again it was uh you know something with pegs to which she of course tweeted she's like you know, clearly me and pegs don't work. Cause if you remember when she was with Ninja Natalie and she did the, you know, famous, uh, <laughs> showboating, uh, which she thought she won and she'd put the peg in the wrong spot versus Ninja Natalie. Um, yeah. Throwback to that. Pegs didn't really work out for her, but she was very sweet and she was very, uh, encouraging of Raven. I thought Raven did a really good job in, in that as well. You know, fast forward to Kara, Carl, Kara, Carl, Kara then, uh, you know, calls out purple shirt. She is beautiful. I love how she is. You know, she's been an underdog, and she called out Michelle. That was great. You know, it's a puzzle, not necessarily Carl or er, Kara's strong point. Michelle wins, but I'm glad that Michelle went in and did it, and um, you know, took it. Moving forward to this week, now we see Brad uh, this elimination was a little bit different. Uh, I liked this elimination. It was, you know, the five towers they had to get through, uh, bring the yoga ball up, put it down a shoot. It was a, a race. There were 10 of them. I thought that was a really good elimination, uh, better than we've seen as far as, um, something where a champ could show their abilities. But, um, it, it just fell a little bit flat. He, um, I love Brad, but he just, he didn't give us as much of the entertainment value that the other champs have given us thus far. So, um, you know, I do feel bad. Uh, Siren, Kieran? Kieran um, had tweeted, he's like, so is anybody else going to get a physical elimination or is everyone going to keep playing carnival games? Which I thought was interesting because, you know, he went against Jordan, I mean, debatably the best challenger uh and there were points in that elimination where it was physical so I get his frustration with that as well um so I'm curious and knowing that CT is going to be there next week I all season I've been very very excited to see, t- see CT and we all know you know he comes out with the chaos uh mallet and freaking excited are they going to give us J who knows but I feel like at this point, based on what I've seen the last several weeks, as far as what the elimination is going to be, I need to manage my expectations because they're not necessarily giving us, the viewers, what we want to see from the champs, which is unfortunate. Um, I think a lot of the viewers are frustrated with it as well. Uh So, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm also curious to see what uh, Conquest is going to mean. I think I saw some buzzing about there being like multiple eliminations happening at once or something like that. I mean, because the fact of the matter is, we're at episode 13 and we still have 16 challengers left. Typically, they do about 19 episodes. So, seven episodes to go. We got 16 people. Probably five are going to go to the final, maybe four. Uh, will there be a purge? I'd love to see it. Curious to see how that goes. I also, Jay and I talked about this on an episode that didn't air because we had sound issues. Um, When we were speculating what the thing with the champs was going to be this season, I would have liked to have seen something different with the champs. Like if the champs could live in a house and watch what was going on and then come in for eliminations and like party nights even and like kind of like uh, stir up drama and even mentor people. I think that would be cool. Or if they they've done this on Big Brother, where they have people who've been on the show before that like are captains of teams. Uh, I, I think there's a different ways that they could have done it. Uh, and while I love seeing the champs, it's just I don't I don't know I don't know that I want to say it flopped, but it's not what I was anticipating. The big thing with this episode. Was Horacio's team through the challenge. Colleen is the only one that you can't completely tell if she threw the challenge, but both Asaf and Michelle confirmed they did throw the challenge. It's frustrating because we all love Horacio, but this is the challenge. They do the, this. is not the first time someone has thrown a challenge to get somebody to get voted in. It won't be the last. Obviously, everyone is terrified of Horacio because of his abilities. I get it. Another thing from this episode that I thought was interesting was um, there was more potential of flipping the vote, more potential of flipping the vote, because Arasio was voted in. Um, they were obviously going to go for Kylan, but there was potential to flip the vote with putting Jay in, because Jay has gotten cocky. Um, I've liked Jay. My homie Jay uh, has not, um, but I think he could use maybe a little bit of humbling getting voted in or something to that nature. The way he was reacting when he was almost voted in was very puffing his chest out. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to be intimidating. It was just a different side of him that I've seen before. And I didn't particularly care for it. I did care for the fact that Norris and him kind of got into it, and Norris kind of put her foot down with him. I also like that Raven, you know, told him later, you know, like, you guys have voted B in several times, so that's why I'm going to vote the way that I'm going to vote. So I thought that was good. I would have liked to have seen James vote for Jay and Colleen vote for Jay. That would have obviously switched the votes up. Didn't work out. I, is it going to ever happen? I, I don't know it at this route ra- at this rate with all of his relationships and his friends and Alliance, he's had a pretty safe route to potentially the final. So, I mean, you could say that that means he's playing a really good game. Um, I can recognize that. Absolutely. But, you know, you kind of want to root for the underdog and he is the top dog at this point. So we know that just a little tea. We know that bananas. C.T. and Trishel are all going to be on Traders Season 2, which is dropping on Peacock, I think today or tomorrow. Um, Great show. I really enjoyed it last season. I know that there are several like Real Housewives that are going to be on it, a couple people from Big Brother. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, Bananas did have kind of a shady post on Wednesday, on Challenge Day, a uh, picture of the cast. And he said, you know, if you want to know what an entertaining cast looks like. So A little bit of shade there from Bananas. I would not expect any different. Um, There's also been Housewives tweeting at each other, getting in beefs. You know, oh, you know, Traders, what a good show for you to be on. And Oh, I'm so sorry you didn't get a call. So that being also a Bravo fan, that gets me really excited. I'm totally going to watch. You should, too. I hope my homie Jay does as well. I'm curious to see how Bananas and CT are going to do with the show. I think Trishel doesn't typically do well on the challenge, but I think she might actually do pretty good um, on traders. So we'll see what happens. And I'm wondering if Bananas or CT will get picked to be a trader. As far as this week, this elimination, you know, I've, I've dogged on Kylan a lot. Uh, he's now beat two champs. Uh, the first or the last person to do that with where they beat two mercenaries was Killicam. So, I mean, I do have to give him props for that. Um, I like that he is pretty straightforward and honest about what he's doing. Um, I still don't know that I see him as a physical beast, but he keeps coming out of eliminations and he does pretty well in challenges. So uh, maybe there's more to him than what I'm seeing. Um, so curious to see how that's going to play out as well in the future. The reunion just filmed in Amsterdam. Uh, a lot of the champs were there, which I thought was interesting. Um and the champs that I saw were there were Cara and Laurel, Tori, Devin, Darrell. So there was no Casey. There was no Jordan. I don't think Kaz was there. There was no CT. Um, I guess Tori and Kara get into it a little bit from what I've seen on uh, the Twitter. Um, so I'm curious what's going to go on there. And I see, I've see i seen that um, Marisa and Jay get into it, allegedly. And a lot of the girls against Colleen, which I'm very curious what's what that's about, because, you know, what we're seeing of Colleen is like, yeah, she's kind of like in the middle. She knows she's low in the pecking order with the alliance, but I don't really see her being super shady. So maybe there's stuff that we're going to see or things that have happened on social media. I don't know. So I'm curious to see what that's about as well. Um, Manuel had quite the costume so you know when amanda on the reunion that they were on together um for spies lies and allies had said something about just worry about your costume bro uh yeah he worried about his costume and he looks kind of like a uh could be a cast member on the greatest showman <laughs> from what i saw of the outfit uh can't wait for jay to see it uh the women all looked beautiful of course uh ed had on a velvet looked like a t-shirt but it was velvet this is beautiful what is that velvet you know, do what you got to do, whatever. Uh, Maria Menudos is hosting it again. She always does a great job. I love that she, you know, um, is well versed on the show. She is a fan as well. Um, that'll be great. Also, I really don't know what's going to happen. On, on, I mean, we know that CT is coming next week. We know that we have 16 competitors left and, we'll, and next week is episode 14. So we've got to get down to probably five for the final. So, that could mean a purge. That could mean double eliminations. Uh, we'll see what happens. Other T, uh, Ed got engaged. Congratulations to Ed. Um, that's wonderful. Looking forward to seeing pictures of, you know, the wedding and all of that in the future. Speaking of that, so I was on, um, are we supposed to just call it X now? I was on X the other day. I don't I want to keep calling it Twitter. Can we all just agree to keep calling it Twitter even though it's X? Um Anyway, so um, I'm going to pull it up. Reality Radio Pod had tweeted, uh, I respect Nerice for voting for Manuel because she made promises to both Jay and Kylan. I totally agree with that. He says, side note, Manuel and Ed bring nothing, to the, nothing personality-wise to the show. They're dry to watch, a waste of space. And I just said, you know, I'm like getting ready in the morning, like minding my own business, but then I'm like, eh, I'm going to respond to this. And I said I disagree. I find Ed to be such a breath of fresh air. Thought that was going to be it. Um, he said, "By what being a follower can't remember anything that makes him stand out to even uh, be a true challenger." This is his second season. Jordan and Leroy's second season compared to his our night and day. Um, to which I said, and I'll, I'll paraphrase: I'm like, I think Ed gives good interview. I think he's more athletic than what they're showing. I think he's playing under the radar, which um that's not brand new people do that all the time on the challenge not everybody and, and i said while well, i love jordan and leroy you know not you know they're few and far between uh and then he they they came back with you know there's all these other people that um you know give the same energy in interviews and they do in their conversations with people you know like uh you know nani and and, and many people and, and while i absolutely agree and those are all people that i love i just I still like Ed and uh, it seems like he's a friend to everybody, but he is, you know, he's playing the game. He's doing the Alliance thing. He is amusing. Seems like somebody would be a good time to just ha- like sit around a fire and have a beer with. Um, and you need those people. Um, you know, if we're talking about like people on the show that like bring nothing to the table and while he seems like a sweet man, it would be like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, I think Ed brings more than that. And I don't know. I just, I have to disagree with them and that's okay. We all are, you know, free to our opinion and, uh, they seem like they're pretty knowledgeable about the challenge as well. So check their stuff out as well. Um, I really don't know how much more news I have. Nellie just had another surgery for his ankle. I hope that he has a good recovery. It's been a very long journey after that accident. Um, so hopefully he is soon on the road to recovery. All right. Well, thank you for being with me while I kind of bounced around and just kind of sort of had a weird stream of consciousness this week. Uh, hopefully my buddy Jay will be back next week. Um, I hope everybody is doing well. Thank you so much for watching and tuning in and and listening and tuning in. And, uh, as per usual, follow us on Facebook. Twitter, Final Alliance One, Instagram, Final Alliance on YouTube. We are Final Alliance Podcast. Please comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, Final Alliance Podcast. See you next week.